Hello. Uh, hi, Merlin. <laughs> the call recorder delay, man. It's been going on for years and it still has me off my game. How are you? I'm fine. Hi. 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 I'm, I'm so fine. tired. I'm so tired. I am Hi. so tired, Merlin. Dan. <laughs> this, um, you know, this, this time zone change. People say, oh, you know, it's a you change you, your time zone. You get an hour. You get an hour. Not time That's zone. This, see, I'm tired. I know. This is a mess. I'm sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry what they've done to you. And he, uh, and, and he says, he says, oh, it's no big deal. You gain an hour. And I say, yeah, uh, n- n- no, you don't. You go to bed an hour later and you still wake up. At the same time you were waking up, except they call it an hour later. So you're just getting an hour less sleep every night now. Well, I mean, if there's anything that ever puts a lie to our whole notion of what time even is. Yeah. It's a construct, man. It is a construct. It's a construct. <laughs> it is a construct. Over, Overlook Hotel. The... um. Here's the thing: is we were we were uh, we were out of town for a couple nights, and uh, the uh, the the uh, time zone changed whilst we were out of town. And you you know here I'm a grown ass man, Dan, grown ass man, Dan, and, and I have trouble explaining. I mean, I, my kid's twelve, and she's smart. She understands essentially what's happening. She's read books, couple, but I'm struggling to say like, okay, well, so we wake up. And some of the clocks are updated in our hotel room. Some are not. And for some reason, my I, at some point, I guess I'd flipped off automatic stuff on my phone. So my yeah. watch was the wrong time. Ugh. And then I was struggling to explain to myself, let alone my kid, what was happening. I was like, well, there's the time time and there's the feels like time. Ah. But it's really all just, damn, it's a construct. It's a construct, man. Yeah, it's a construct. There's, but what there's is, nothing holding it up. There's nothing holding it up. A clock is not the time. The wallet is not the money. You know what I'm saying? The wallet is not the money. The wallet is not the money. The, the money. Clock does not, the money is not the money. The money's not even the money because you know what money is? What? It's a construct. It's a construct. You believe it and I believe it and we agree to believe it together. So therefore yes. it has some value, but you can't do anything it's Think like they say in Deadwood, it's a lie agreed upon. <laughs> it's a lie agreed upon. Doesn't look like it wants to infect. I may have effed up my life flatter and hammered. I can't even do that. Boy, I'd, I'd have to get so many yellow cards if I wanted to do Ellsworth speech. Is there a name for someone who follows in your, personally you, your footsteps? Is there a name for that? You mean like a, like a fan or a stan? Darwin, or Darwinism or something. What are you talking about? Da- like Darwinism. Is there Mer- Merlinism? Oh, oh. You know, or oh. man manism. Manist. Manist. <laughs> I I am I am I, I am a manist in the sense that I have ordered your kind of synology. Uh, oh, you're jumping you're jumping way ahead. You you are tired. I I just wanted to mention it because I didn't think we were really going to talk much I got it on about the list. it. I was going to tell you all the things on the list. I got a list. I'll just edit that part. This show will never. No, no, please. We don't edit for content. Okay. No, 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 no. Dan, look, I know we got to, we got to do a bright and tight one today, but, but listen, listen, it's all, it's all a racket. It's a racket and it's a construct. It's a construct. So do you feel like you're, what, what do you think is mostly screwing you up in terms of your lack of restfulness? Well, I, my, my circadian rhythm as it were, mm. seems to be locked. It's locked in. Mm-hmm. So I was having a problem before the time change where I was waking up inexplicably about eh, half an hour or 45 minutes before I needed to. So instead of waking I up- I hate at, that. At, at I hate that's the worst amount of time. It's stupid. It's, if it's two we- hours, you can, you can capture bonus sleep. Yes. Or double bonus sleep. Because you could say to yourself, I do this thing now where I wake up, I just wake up in the middle of the night and I'm up for a while. I watch some TV. I have a snack and I go back to bed. I've stopped stressing about it. I've bifurcated my sleep and I, I, I haven't looked back and it's working out mostly okay. But a half hour is a really, four, four, 45 minutes might be T-H-E worst. Yeah, I was waking at like 545 <laughs> and when I really need to be waking up is about 615, 630, somewhere in there. Well, and so now according to Big Clock, that's now... 
645? No, that would that would be uh 4 445. See? And so now And you're in the central zone, which makes it twice as bad. Now I'm waking up at 445 in the morning. And so I uh I I've done that for last week. clock time or feels like time? Clock time. Oh. No, I think it's the isn't it the other way? Oh my god. I don't know how to do that. But you're, you're not getting as much sleep as you'd like and you're feeling it. Getting, and, and so I would, I would uh, try to will myself to go back to sleep to wake, you know, so that I could sleep until six something. And it's just, it's not, it's not working. Mm-hmm. It's not working. So I'm kind the will, of semi The willing might be, forgive my saying, it's none of my business, but that might be part of your problem. Because you're trying to knock down a door. You're going to squeeze, you're going to squeeze those politicians you uh, hold in your pocket. You're going to squeeze the sand too hard. You're going to need to let go and let yeah. God. You know, yeah. act like you're releasing, act with your hand, act like you're releasing a small bird. Pew, pew, pew. You know what I mean? I am um, very tired. Yeah. Me but too. I, and I feel like most people, when you, you gain an hour, you're yeah. looking at the clock and you say, Oh, I'm supposed to wake up at, at 6.30. But guess what? The clock is telling me that it's 5.30. I get a whole extra hour. The opposite happens to me. I just keep... So I don't know. I'm not looking for advice. I don't want advice. I don't want advice from anyone. I'm just... I, I feel like it's just going to take a little time. But I hate these things. I hate when they... Now my son instantly adjusted. Instantly. He stayed up. I'm like, are you tired? You want to go to bed that, a little that's early? Not, that's not wholesome. He that's, says, that's, no. That, that's really messed up. No, I'm ready to stay up till... Okay. And the next day slept till exactly you know, normal time on the new clock. He's, he wakes up at six 30 new clock says six 30 wakes up at six 30. That's yeah. it. He's fine with it. He's <laughs> fine with it. My daughter adjusting in five minute increments every oh, night. No. But I would think that if I just stayed up later that it would reset it, but doesn't reset it. But I like what you're doing. I like that you kind of, well, the key, the key, I, I feel like this is something that applies to lots of things and I'm too tired to really apply it. Well, but I think there is a thing in life, and we, we've talked about this with you, you know, you enjoy your Buddhism. We've talked about the idea of the second arrow. I think that was one of our early uh, episodes of our program. Uh, and and there's, it's, one thing, um, it's one thing to feel bad, and it's another thing to feel bad about feeling bad. Mm. Second arrow. Can, second arrow uh, construct. You, you, so I'm not saying you should feel good about being awake when you would prefer otherwise. But I think it's important to to try to not feel too bad about that because it, because that has the opposite effect. It does have a, yeah. It, it's on, it's unhelp. Come out to the coast, we'll get together, have you a know, few laughs. They say if you, if you wake up mm-hmm. that you should do exactly what you're doing, which is fly out of there. You don't want to just roll around. You get out of there. Right. Like an old pair of shoes. Change the scenery. And they then say today it was so hot. The men were walking up to policemen. And asking them to shoot them with their guns. I that's, probably got that wrong. Now that's Al Pacino saying it. Al Pacino. But what movie is that? Is that that not? He's talking to Jonathan Price. They're in a bar. Is it um, uh, the one where he's with the the blonde lady? Nope. Is it the? Nope. It's not Devil's Advocate. Nope. It's not. Grace? Uh, oh my gosh, really? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, of course. Of course. How did I see? I'm tired. You could you could literally look put what anything they've done over to you, on me my right now. sweet precious boy. Look what they've done to you. I know. They've turned your brain into coleslaw, Dan. It is. Woof. It is. Here's what I've got. I've got bullets. Okay. Um uh, how many sponsors have we got today? I I think we've got three, but I'm going to check for you right now. Okay, maybe well, it's, I uh, could maybe... make it. I could make it two or four. Whoa! Wow! What even is anything anymore? Yeah. Um, in a minute, you should because we got to keep it bright and tight today. Um, and so what I've got is Dan's getting three, a three, 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 three. We got three. Dan, I got Dan's getting a synology. Maybe I've got uh, I got the keyboard you mentioned. I also want to introduce a keyboard spreadsheet I've created. I want to talk about. <laughs> A short. <laughs> I'm so in this, for this that. This is funny. This is funny how. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I want to oh, see okay. the spreadsheet. And... I sound excited. I made a new shortcut. 
my God. I made a shortcut. I love my AirPods Pro. Uh, iPhone camera changes the test management, and I also have three. Remember this segment? There's a segment we invented. I invented. We reinvented several times, and it had a, a dumb name. And it was like cool things I learned this week that are handy. Uh huh. So I've got odds, and I've got sods, and I've got more odds. Those are all things that we can cover. I, I would suggest you tell me about something you like, and I think we should talk just a little bit about laying the groundwork for discussing the rough shape of Synology. And then uh, I mean, you could talk as much as you want, but we do have a lot of other things as well. And I think we should do a deeper dive on the Synology after you're in receipt of said Synology and have had a chance to, to use it. I think that'd be a great idea. It arrives. Does that make sense? Because yeah. we have a lot of good stuff. I got, a, I got a spreadsheet and I got a shortcut, you know, and I got some cool things. It arrives today. <gasps> you got the one I got, huh? I got the same one you got. And I got the, I, I did some research and I got the drives that people seem to recommend the most for this there were they thousands and thousands of dollars no it's it's amazing again like we were talking about last <laughs> time how cheap these drive now i didn't get some people go crazy and get ssd drives that's 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 crazy talk i, I did not do that i got i'm looking at this boy I, I don't like this thing where amazon gives you an animated movie in text no like, no thanks so i've been looking at an animated wolf all morning that you sent me a metal animated wolf <laughs> It just keeps going and yeah, going. It's, four terabyte, I, four terabyte drive for ninety nine ninety nine. Yes, it's uh, it's amazing. These are the. It used to be, I think, that the the you would get a Western Digital, and there was like a caviar black yeah, drive caviar or red, something. Caviar red, caviar yeah. black. That's what everybody gets. Yeah. So the recommendation these days, and we'll, we'll see if this works out, is a Seagate Iron Wolf. And it's four a terabyte. four terabyte. I'll read the whole thing. Seagate Ironwolf four terabyte NAS internal hard drive HDD three point mm-hmm. five inch SATA six gigabyte uh, fifth per second fifty nine hundred RPM sixty four megabyte cache for RAID network attack storage frustration free packaging ST four zero 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 V nine zero zero eight. Love the frustration free packaging. So these it's so apparently odd to are, me. What would you? What would you? What? What would you prefer other than the frustration-free packaging? Please give me the Woody doll <laughs> that's been stapled into the cardboard and rubber banded onto the staples. <laughs> First time my daughter ever heard me say the f word. Single best Christmas morning we ever had. Two thousand nine. It was a good year. We got good stuff. And and what she remembers is me saying brassa frassa snaggle brassa while I tried to get the goddamn cowboy out of his box. Except I wasn't saying Yosemite Sam words. That's, that's right. That so, was oh, the... yeah. That was the Christmas he said the f word. Yeah. Hey, oh sweetie. yeah. Hey, sweetie, you got a friend in me. Jesus Christ, Dan. What are they? Yeah. What are they doing to us? I don't know. Your brain's coleslaw. My my brain's potato salad. So I'm I got it. But I, the said. logo is amazing. I would be at it for the logo. Yeah, that's a good looking logo. Iron Wolf. Iron Wolf. It's like, it's better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> kind of drives you got, oh, I got the Iron Wolf. Iron Wolf. What is dead can never die. Drive. <laughs> uh, so what, so, so Dan, Dan uh, will be in receipt of a new Synology. And we won't, we won't bore you too much, except there is, you know, a nominal angle. I mean, obviously this show, it's kind of about work stuff, whatever. There's only so much you can say, you know, quit listening to podcasts and go work. Okay, that's your advice. Um, the uh, uh, but, but the thing is, I do feel like I like our pivot to talking about technology things sometimes. Which Me too. I guess we've always done. Yeah. You want, would you rather have Markdown and comic books? Choose your fighter. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's right. Um, okay, so so that's going to be happening. And so so you had said initially in our super secret private text channel that you felt like you had a an embarrassment of old drives, but you went ahead and popped for what? Probably, f- I'm going to guess four of these? No, I just got two. There's, I got the two bay uh, version. So I got two. Oh, interesting. Oh, oh, hmm. I might have words with you. Tell me. What, what's up? Dude, that's not going to be enough. Yeah, uh, it's plenty. No, are you going to do SHN? Um, you're going to do the... Yeah. Like, Should I get more? Should I get the four bay? I got the six bay. You got the six bay. I got the six bay because there's you got more options then. Yeah. You have options. In this case, you're going to mirror, right? Right. Yeah, four. One, Should, you don't think so that's you, enough? Are you kidding me? I'll get some more if you want well, me to see, get now, some more. Now, now I'm doing that thing like where I say, eh, correct the spelling on your tweet. Okay, well, if you've already got it, I, I we'll work with what we've got. I would get much, if you're going to do that, then I would get much larger drives. But the beauty to me of like uh, the multi-bay is you get so much more effective, useful space with very um, 
uh, with you can use less efficient uh, SHM, which is their equivalent of RAID. So you get more redundancy, mm-hmm. easier. You have a better chance of surviving if anything breaks. Um, yeah, you know what? You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Dang, I wish you'd said something. I would have just sold you my old one or given you my old tube that I upgraded from. No, I don't. I'll, I'll get a. I'll use that one here at work. I'll get another one for the. I need one at Perfect. work too. I love that. I love. Yes, I love that. You could. You, you need it for your work. Well, I do have. It's a I've been, what I've been using here is a. Um, I was using a Drobo for a very long time, and I've had two of them. I loved it. I just finally had to call it quits because the server that I used to do all the storage and file sharing and everything else here mm-hmm. is um, it is a uh, Linux server, and so it. When you wants- have a Linux server, like you could just buy like garden variety Windows. Uh, not Windows, but yeah, I mean, just like regular old PC software. It doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, Linux will run on just about Pretty anything, much anything. Right? It'll run on old Mac. It'll run on anything. And so I've had that. I, I had been using for a file server for a while, just an old Mac mini running Mac OS. And I upgraded to a better server and I was trying to get the, um, get the Drobo to play on it. And, you know, I, there are people who don't, who don't know this, but I spent many, many years in corporate sort of IT world doing system administration and network administration and working in data centers and Knox and building those, those kinds of things. So I'm pretty comfortable, you know, like formatting a drive under Linux. Like that's mm-hmm, not a, sure. that, that's not a big deal, but the Drobo would not be formatted. I tried it on multiple different Linux servers. I tried it on with different kinds of connections. I couldn't format, could format it just fine in Mac OS or even in windows, uh, just not on Linux and, um, you know, I read about it, read in the forums, talked in the forums. And after spending a few hours on it, I'm like, you know, this is just, it's just not worth it. I'm just not going to do this. I'm going to switch to something else. My, so my, my, I had to get rid of it. So I need, I need that back at work. That's the, that's where I keep the archive of all the shows and everything else. So it adds up. It really does add up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not here to, um, say anything bad about Drobo. They were, uh, they've been a sponsor. They were a sponsor on MacBreak way back in the day. They kindly sent me a free unit back in the day. I replaced it with another one of my own. My only thing I, uh, where I feel like I should disclaim is that I just haven't kept up with what a Drobo is capable of. Whereas what I do know, as I mentioned in the last couple episodes, I do know that the people whose opinions I trust and to whom I would probably turn for help if I needed it with this stuff all have have and love Synologies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a real that's a real dumb guy way to buy something probably, but that's the reason I went with a Synology was that I know so many people that really like it and know how to use it. So, you know, no, no shade, no lemonade on Drobo. Um, but, you know, it's also the, I can't, I don't, I don't even think I can, can I even do Firewire 800 anymore? I don't yeah, think right? so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I bought, when I bought my, um, this iMac in 2015, I sound like a ghost. I, I did get a, a really cool dock thing that is like a universal talk to anything box. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. I <laughs> got it from OWC. Uh, you know me. And, uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> anyway, uh, we should move on. I'll s- you, you tell me about something you like. I'll send you a screen grab of what I'm what I'm working with here. I will tell you about Bumbas. 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 So Bumbas. Uh, so here's the thing about Bumbas. They make super comfortable socks, and it's great. A lot of people, you know, if you look at someone's socks, I'm I'm going to admit this to you now. The mm. socks I'm wearing now are many years old, and they have holes in them, not at where the little toes go, but mm-hmm. at the top part where you, where you hoist them up mm-hmm. and, and like, really? I just, yes. And I wish huh. well, they're like six years old. I wish huh. someone would get me some of these Bombas uh, socks because they make mm-hmm. some really, really good socks. And I have a couple pairs. I, I ordered a couple pairs and they came in and they're wonderful. And this is the thing. Socks are overlooked. I feel like people overlook the importance of having the right pair of socks for the thing that they're doing. If you're, if you're walking around and it's hot out and you're in a pair of shorts, you want the socks that there are no show socks. If it's the middle of winter, Especially you want if you've the, got nice gams like you do. I have really. And, and so if you are in the middle of winter, you want a, a nice thicker, warm sock. If you're going uh, hiking or you're going on a jog, you want a different kind of sock. They make them all and, and this is the thing. I'm going to tell you something else that you may or may not know. Did you know that socks are the number one 
uh, most requested item in homeless shelters. This mm-hmm. is a fact. And Bomba socks were created to try and change that. So for every pair that we buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. And they're very, very soft and they have extra cushioning. So whether you're just relaxing or whether you're exercising or you're walking a dog or what have you, whatever it is that you do, I don't know. I don't know your life. And you know no. what? I don't need to know it, but I do mm-hmm. know that you probably need these. They have socks that have an arch support system, but it's not too tight. I mean, all of these things, they've thought about it and they have a sock, dress socks for work, performance socks for work. I want you to understand no matter what you're doing, they've got, they even have Merino wool socks. And this is a weird thing because when you think of wool, you think of like itchy, but it's not itchy at all. These are incredibly, so they're moisture wicking. And the thing about wool, when I first experienced the wool sock, I was talking to a guy and it was, it was, you know, like springtime. It was mm-hmm. warm. And I, and I said, well, I, I can only wear them three months out of the year here in Texas. He <laughs> he just kind of looked out the window and just gazed, mm. gazed yeah. out the window. And he's like, you have so much to learn. You have mm. so much to learn. I said, why? Well, it was an adaptogen. It's he says, like vitamin C. It, it's good for what ails you. Like it's, it, it's a hot stays hot and the cold stays fresh. Like the nice thing about a Merino wool is it, it seems to me like, uh, uh, I don't know where this thing's been all my life, but it's a modern, it's a modern uh, fabric that seems very adaptive to, to whatever you're working with. It does. And, and he says, I'm wearing these things right now. I said, right mm. now, in 80 right degree now. weather. He's like, I'm wearing them right now. So you can get your own. This is the thing. Wonderful gifts. And, uh, and, and this is what people in your life need, the Bombas. So give them as gifts. Give them give as a gift to yourself. It's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash back to work. Go there and you will get 20% off your first purchase. So again, that's B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash back to work. 20% off your first purchase. And thanks to them for making this show possible. Thanks, Bombas. Buck, buck. Okay, so the DS1819 Plus is 8 bay. The 1618, which you have, is 6 bay. They've got a 5 bay. They've got a 4. I think I'll do, I'll do the 4 bay then. Mm, okay. All right. Now you really the, want me to this, do the five oh, well, okay. or six? We don't have time to talk about this unless this is all we talk about. <sighs> here, here. Okay. Here's my thought on this. And I'm going to tell you what I already told you in our super secret private text channel, which is, I don't know anything about this, except here's a little bit that I know about this. I'm pretty sure. So first of all, they have a great website. They have great documentation mm-hmm. and they have a pretty cool picker where first you go and you pick your path. Like, are, are you like a consumer boy or are you a working boy? And then you go in and from there, and I've never loved that distinction. That's a very like Dell PC kind of thing to do. But I, I understand that's how they, that's how their business units shake out probably, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whatever. But, you know, even if you go in and say like, okay, I'm a home and media user or whatever it says, it's still pretty, it's still pretty confusing and to know which one to pick. And here's what I think it comes down to. And I realize this is a very ob- obvious observation until you spend some time learning how deep this rabbit hole goes. I think the three things that distinguish the different synologies mm-hmm. are first and foremost, number of drive bays. Cause you can put, you know, all kinds of different size drives in there, mm-hmm. but these, all these things all affect each other. So there's a number of bays. There's the kind of computing power and Ram, et cetera, the computer inside, how powerful is the little computer inside? And then uh, third, and uh, maybe unless you're an enterprise person, less importantly is how extensible it is. Can you add on other things to this? Right. Because um, like, there are various ways that you can like um, add things on. I don't exactly understand it. But that this becomes important because, like I say, the reason I went up from a two-bay drive was that even if, you know, the whole point to me, well, there's several whole points to this. One of the big points of having a Synology is it's really smart and fault-tolerant. So if you've got, you know, six, you know, whatever, four terabyte drives in there. Well, first of all, it's a pretty affordable hard drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and if one goes, if one breaks, one dies, and you're co- you're covered with your SHN slash RAID configuration, mm-hmm. it's way easier to heal that. There's less chance. Yeah, the of more losing. drives, the more drives, the easier it is to heal it. Yeah, exactly. And there's all there's also things like hot spares and all this different stuff that I don't precisely understand, but um. Um, so why was I saying this? Because I feel like then, then the, the, you lose some of the benefit when you get to just two bays. Well, what's your, now, if you want a decent amount of storage, you're going to have to put some monster sized drives in there, mm-hmm. but then that also is going to, you're getting into more costly drives, 
hard drives. I mean, you know, probably at this point trivial in the grand scheme of things, things per terabyte. But um, you, it's a little riskier. If you put two 10 terabyte drives in there and one of them wrecks, like that's you're living on a prayer mm-hmm. to have your mirroring, you know, work the way that you would like. Um, and it also just makes it less flexible, um, for stuff. And there are people who swear by creating different volumes. So I sent you a screen grab of my extremely basic yeah, setup. Yeah, I was looking at that. It's a very basic setup, but I know people like Marco, he creates, um, different volumes. So you can, you can say like, do you want one volume? Do you want multiple volumes? And it does all the, the be- another beauty part of this is it does all of the thinking for you. Mostly once you've configured it, it's sort of like, you know, it's the best kind of technology in the sense of once you set it up, you'll forget what you did because you've never had, you don't have to deal with it again. Um, anyway, yeah, yeah, so you'll be good. You'll be good. So my total capacity is 12 terabytes right well, now. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring the two to work because at work, I don't, it's just an archive of basically edited shows that I have from going back from years that I just, I edit it, I throw it on there and that's all I really do. And, and that doesn't take up much space. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll, maybe I'll get another one. But now I got to decide between the four and the six. I think you should get the six. I mean, it's, it's, for, it's for, for, for important things. And now, now here's, the, here's the other thing is like, to me, this is like, this is the kind of thing where you, you're going to pay some dough for this thing. Yeah. And you might as well pay enough to make it flexible and sort of forward thinking. I want enough on here where I could I could throw in some giant ass drives and I never have to think about it. So basically all my Plex um, stuff, all my media, that was my first thing was all my media lives on there. But like I say, it's also doing my time machine backups mm-hmm. and it's also backing up a local drive that I have here on my desk next to me. There's software for doing all of this stuff. And it looks like you've got two, two, six terabyte. If this isn't, you know, maybe I've revealed. Yeah, two, two, uh, no, it's okay. It's two, two, six, two sixes and two fours. All right. There's some stuff where you want to get all the same. Hey, you're half full. Shit. You're half full. Yeah. Well, that, that, well, because if you think about it, like backing up my one terabyte, I think I have a one terabyte SSD mm-hmm. in um, my Mac plus I, the, the, the drive that I rotate to uh, take media home, um, backing that up. And then on top of it all, like I say, the, I use one of the USBs, uh, uh, ports I use for UPS, um, you know, management stuff. Oh, so it, it, I, it will shut itself off if there's not enough power, that type of thing. Yeah, exactly. When nice. you go to control panel, you'll see an area, uh, called, I think it's external devices. Um, but also then this is where it gets cool. Um, like I said, I, I have not because, uh, what's the one I like? Backblaze is like per computer, not per network. Right. And I don't want to run crash plan. So I'm, backing up the Synology itself onto like a garden variety Western digital $140, like, you know, multi-terabyte drive. Right. Anyway. Yes. Okay. Well, so <laughs> that's, that's a half hour, but I can't wait to see what you do with this. I'm sorry. This is your, I'm putting, getting you into a lot of money here. Well, you know, business and personal are separate. So that's, I, that's I, I knew that I needed to get something to replace the Drobo here. I've been limping by on a, um, just a plain old, like external drive from years ago. And I, that's no, that's no way to live. No way to live. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'm happy to talk more about, uh, but I mean, I, I would get at least, at least four and I, 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 maybe I, this is just my own, um, bias cause it's what I got, but, um, I do like having the six base. So Synology lifestyle. Exciting. <laughs> okay, I'm clicking. Your dance getting a Synology. We did that one. Yeah. Um, I don't, this is too boring to burn a huge amount of time, but A, I got that uh, Logitech keyboard you recommended. And B, I put this in show notes. I'm, uh, I'm going to do a spreadsheet. I just started it. So don't fuss, but I'm, I'm th- I thought I would do a spreadsheet just talking about the um, cost features and availability of the various um, keyboards that I've got, just because I like doing that kind of thing. If you find it useful, that's okay. It's mainly for me, but it's there as a viewable uh, Google Sheets document. Dan, where would people find uh, show notes for episode 450 of your Back to Work program? Uh, 5x5.tv slash B as in boys, 2 as in the number, W as in women slash 450. Um, so we were traveling for a couple 
days over the weekend. My lady did a nighttime half marathon she ran on Saturday night. Like in the middle um, of the night? So it started at like, you know, it's weird. It's out, you know, it's out in hippie country, like southeast of Los Angeles. Um, but, oh God, beautiful country out there. I feel like a desert. I enjoy me a desert. <laughs> and um, um, uh, what did I have to say about that? I had to say about that, that I can't believe how good my iPhone camera is. Uh, I had to say that I have nothing to add that other people haven't already said, but I will go ahead and just give my two thumbs up to the AirPods Pro. They are as good as everybody says. They are remarkable. Mm. They are really remarkable. And um, uh, we could talk more about that later if you want. Um, but the main thing, so sometimes, so here's what I'm getting to my, so travel. Um, sometimes I'll just be moseying around and I'll want to capture something that's somewhat like less ephemeral than just like a, you know, a, a one line thing. Maybe it's something I just want to remember. Maybe it's a test that I want to do. And I made a, I made a series shortcut that I like and, I, and I'm continuing to refine. Um, I got, can I talk about this for real yeah, quick? Yeah, please do. Um, let's see here. Clicking escape, escape, escape. Um, so I found myself wandering around when we got back on uh, LTE after we left the, uh, this desert national park, you know, sometimes I'll just be walking around. I'll be like, oh, you know, I really, uh, I'd love to be able to just like talk into my dingus and have it go somewhere. But I don't, I mean, I, I could, there's all kinds of places that could go. This will figure into our eventual discussion about the evolution of task management for me. I'll give you a quick preview. Let me give a quick preview of that. Boy, I'm all over the map and I'm so sorry. I just wanted to talk about like, now that I'm mostly using task paper for things, mm-hmm. um, my day-to-day stuff, it's changed the way I think about a lot of things in my um, task management world. So where essentially I have this cascade of things from most to least important, from uh, least to most ephemeral, you know, like I've got alarms. An alarm is something where like, boy, you got to get out of the house. It's on fire. This is an alarm is very important. Wake up, dummy. Right. That's my most important thing in my world. Second most important is a calendar item because as you know, I'm a nut for calendars. If it's gonna if it's something that has to happen, it has to go on the calendar. If it is on the calendar, it has to happen. Equals equals. Um after that I have things like reminders, which are, you know, uh, a little more uh there could be something like just like remember to take out this pasta, because nobody wants soft pasta, right? That's true. After that I have OmniFocus, which at this point I still use very heavily, but it's mostly read only. I mostly use OmniFocus for repeating tasks because that's what it is extremely clever at. Then further down we get down into task paper, which I use for my day-to-day task management. Here's what I need to accomplish in the next couple days mostly. And after that, I've got a whole bunch of different ways I take notes or reference kinds of things. And I wanted to have an easy way for something slightly more significant probably than just a an ephemeral note and slightly less important than an omnifocus take out the trash or you won't have trash go out for a week. Mm-hmm. So somewhere in that task paper level. So what I did was I made a um I made a with the help of um of uh, Matthew the Shortcuts guy. You know Matthew the Shortcuts guy, he's really smart. You Super smart guy, yeah. Yeah. Matthew Matthew, Matthew Casanelli uh, was on the uh, workflow team. Um, and now is out on his own doing all kinds of cool stuff, making shortcuts, doing videos, writing all about. And he's, he's got a, a whole bunch of shortcuts you can uh, go, go and grab. And he's, he's real smarty pants about it. So basically, uh, I took a shortcut he gave me. Uh, what, I, here's what, what I wanted to be able to accomplish is, what I want is to be able to speak to my dingus or hit a button on my dingus or all do the different dingus things, NFC, whatever. I want to be able to have the thing pop up to, uh, that I can start talking and I want that to be captured into a drafts document where whatever I've just said is formatted as a new task in a generic sort of task paper document. And so with Matthew's help, uh, that's what I made. And that's what I've been working on refining it a little bit today. I'm making it a little less, less hacky and getting more into like using the, the proper UUID of the document rather than, a, you know, the results of a search. Uh, but it's really cool. And I like it a lot. And I put it in show notes that my first version of that, which is pretty, is pretty just some, some monkey ass updates to Matthew's shortcut, but I'll have another one coming soon. That's a little smarter, but it's great. Cause like sometimes you're just walking around and you want to note to yourself, that's always going to be in the same place. I'm, I imagine I could do a similar thing with just the notes app. 
But I've just also been looking for more projects uh, where I can do stuff in shortcuts because it's really, really cool. Now, uh, kind of related to this, before you go on about that, yeah, I, go. in task paper, I know is, uh, it for people who don't know, this is like a, 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 it's plain text, but it lets you do to-do lists with nested items and things like that. And it's a Mac app, right? Kind of. Is um, it is it also something you can well, do on iOS on your phone as well, or is it just on the yeah, Mac? Yeah, well, here, here's the thing, and for, forgive me for invoking Markdown, but we all, we all know that for years, um, you know, people like you, like like power nerds, have been keeping a file around called todo.txt. And like, you know, every, every, seems like every geek and nerd has like this file where they have their own system. And some people do this with Emacs or whatever, but they have a system where like it's this, the simplest conceivable way to write down something that needs to be done. And you, part of the point of doing it that way, to my mind, as much as I love stuff like OmniFocus, part of the point is this can't be too sexy. It must necessarily be really stupid mm-hmm. and dumb. And so to, to your point though, it, it can be an app, but, but it's better to think of it as markdown for task management. Okay. So there's essentially, in the most basic version of this, there's three kinds of objects. Um, I think, did they call it a project or a group? But you say some words and a colon and a new line, and now that's like a project. Underneath that, dash, space, string is a task. And, um, and then, so that gets formatted. And you, so there's all kinds of apps. You can do that in Task Paper. Or you can do that in the Task Paper app for Mac. There's a Task Paper app for iOS, but it's not super good. It's called TaskMater, and I don't love it. <laughs> um, I, I do it in, so if I'm on my Mac, obviously I'm using the Task Paper app from, um, what's his name? You know, the guy? Yeah. What's the name? What's the name? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm totally spacing on Task Paper is, is it Jesse Grossgene? It is, uh, yeah, Hogbay Software. Hogbay, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, and that's that's where I am a lot of the time. Um, and uh, Test Paper, the app on Mac, has a lot of nice features to it that you can really dork this thing out. Like you can have a side rail with contexts in it, like GTD style contexts and projects. You can have saved searches. You can have start dates. You can basically you know, simulate the functionality of something like OmniFocus using plain text. Now, now, why is that cool? Because now when you open that up in editorial or you open that up in drafts or you open that up in TextMate, all of which have like bundle-ish support right. for that, the, the task paper formatting, um, it's, all, it's all exactly the same document. It's just a question of like sort of how it's presented. So it's the ultimate portability. I mean, so my paper document is drum roll uh 2k that's and nothing that gets synced everywhere nothing. through nothing yeah nothing now i am in fairness very seriously looking into going all in on drafts for a million reasons not least of which is i'm not sure exactly what the future holds for editorial i've talked a little bit to the developer and i'm just not sure where that's going to go and i just you know i've got editorial and dropbox and nv alt over here and then i've got drafts and iCloud and this huge world of functionality and drafts over here. And I've just been thinking, and you know, my needs are actually not that that super complicated, but so anyway, that's what I, that's what I I wanted something where I could just talk and it would go somewhere. And I wanted a reason to start learning more about shortcuts. So that's, so yeah, task paper is secondarily an app, but it is primarily um, formatting a way to format text. Does that make sense? That absolutely does. I will put a link into show notes. So if you want, this is not a terrifically complicated or you could probably make this yourself, but Matthew, Matthew made this uh, shortcut and then I tweaked this shortcut and I'm continuing to tweak the shortcut. So if you want it, you can go to show notes and check it out. Oh, want to tell me about something else you like? Sure. I'll tell you about Ring Central. Ring Central. Ring Central is the number one global cloud phone system. With Ring Central, you're going to get your business phone, you get your video conferencing, you get team messaging anytime, anywhere on your personal phone or any other mobile device. And this is the concept is you want to, especially if you're a small, medium-sized business or even just an entrepreneur, but you're growing up, right? You want to be a little bit more professional than just handing out your cell phone to every single person that you meet. You want to have a dedicated number. You want voicemail. Maybe you, you know, you want other people that you work with to be able to integrate into all of this with you so that you're actually functioning as a real business, but you don't want to rely on just your own personal 
phone for this. You can run your whole company off of your phone and connect with your customers, with your employees. And it has really smart stuff like call routing. So you don't miss calls. It's got professional voicemail. It's got, you know, SMS and MMS. So you don't have to give out your personal phone number, but you can still get texts if you need to get texts. And all this works with your personal phone, including contact integration. So you don't have to transfer contacts and, and all of that stuff. Plus, there's the whole video conferencing. There's the team messaging stuff that comes along with this service. And it's all from one place. You don't have to go, well, I got voicemail from this person. I got this. It's one place. It integrates. And it's a wonderful thing to give to your employees when they're looking to have these kinds of features. You can be a real business with this kind of stuff. And it integrates with Gmail. It integrates with Zapier. It integrates with Salesforce and Microsoft Outlook. And it starts as low as nineteen ninety nine. For a lot of people, you're going to cut your phone costs by at least 30%. So if you're interested in doing this, getting on board with this phone system, and it, yes, it has fax, it has video conferencing, it has all of that stuff. They have a holiday bundle just for our listeners, Merlin. You don't pay a single penny until 2020. And the place to go to sign up for that is ringcentral.com slash back to work. And that's R-I-N-G, ring central.com slash back to work. And we would like to say thanks very much to Ring Central for making this show possible. Thanks, Ring Central. Buck buck. Um so we need to wrap in about 15 minutes, right? Yeah, 15, 20 minutes would okay. be perfect. Okay. Can I proceed? Would you allow me to I have too many text capture things happening here. What is going on? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Okay, um, let's jump to a segment, and I, and I would like to come back to the task management stuff because it's been it's been so interesting to have this transition and to find myself thinking really differently, uh, in a, not dissimilar to the way that you know reading and absorbing, getting things done, really changed the way that I think about projects and led to things like my interest in. Um, kinkless and later omnifocus whereas now my, my my work is my work my life is so much simpler and repeatable that it, a lot has changed about how i kind of need to track things it's simplified in some ways the things that have to happen or have become intensely important <laughs> rather than having a million things i might do there's like six things i have to do yeah. which is an interesting change and yeah so let's return to that maybe next week if that's cool mm-hmm, i like that I'll, uh, so we'll have synology next week let's also maybe uh, you think a little bit about you know your journey with uh, the task stuff. I know that's not a huge top of mind thing for you, but uh, something to think about. I'm all over the place with tasks. I'll admit it. I've gone, I was using uh, TikTok, TikTok for TikTok for a while. I was using TikTok, Trello yeah. for, for a while. I was using things before that. And I don't know what happens, but somehow I always kind of fall off the bandwagon on it. I, I'll, I'll get things set up. I'll feel like this is a nice system and then I will stop using it for some reason. And I, and then all of a sudden I've got 30 yeah. post-it notes stuck to my monitor at work and I take a picture of them before I go home. Like that's, that's right. not a yeah. good system. Well, the, 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 if there's a problem with all of these things, if I could say for myself, um, what it's, it's like thinking you, you want some popcorn and that means you have to go to the circus. No, you can just make popcorn. You don't have to go to the circus. You don't have to go meet a clown. Like, just go do your work. That's the thing. If you need a huge amount of, like, as uh, Ethan uh, Ethan Schoonover says, if you need a lot of scaffolding, then there are apps that can support that. If you don't need it, like, try to figure out how little scaffolding you can get away with, though. Because you you want to live in a building, not work in a scaffolding. Like, do do the stuff. And that's, you know, for me, I there's no reason for me. I made a joke about this the other day on Twitter about every time I get in a lift and the guy goes, uh, you had a busy day? And I'm like, oh, not really. Uh, just kind of a normal day. And they're like, hmm. hmm. Usually white men love talking about how busy they are. I'm not that busy. As I say, Dan, what am I? I'm, I'm time constrained. I, well, I have a very small number of things to do, but it's extremely important that I do those things. Right. Which is so boring to people. It's so much more interesting to be incredibly wrecked and exhausted and stupid and stressed and angry at everybody because you have, you're so busy. I'm not that busy. Like, that's a privilege, and I'm fortunate. But the busyness that I do have is, uh, busyness for me translates into time constraint of, like, if I'm not there to pick my kid up at school today, there's going to be consequences to that. Mm-hmm. Versus, like, refactor my to-do list system is something that can easily fall off. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I think I'm, I'm not here to stand for any particular 
system or ethos or program or service or anything. Um, but I think one reason people get so burnt out on all this task management um, activity, I'm trying to not want to be unkind because it, it can be fun. The reason people get burnt out on that is that they don't have, they don't have enough of a stake in it to go, the work is more important than the scaffolding. Getting the building painted is important. Getting the building built is important. But I don't want to live in a scaffolding title, right? That's 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 what it comes down to. And it, get as much scaffolding as you need. And I, I hope it's being clear. Maybe I'm speaking too much in analogies here. But like to me, there's something the the rubber meets the road. Where for me, that is just a line of text. And when it's done, it's done. And at the end of the day, those all get deleted because they didn't get done. If they're you know, and then I learn, I learn, right, and I say, right. well, don't overload this thing because that's not what it's for. This is not the place for you to air your grievances about life. It's the place to say, here's the things I have to do at the house. Here's the things I have to do at the office. Here's the errands I have to run. And then everything goes in its right place. The knife goes in the knife drawer, you know, and the uh, the fork goes in the fork slot. And, you know, I don't have to think about it anymore. That's, that's the whole of what you really need is like mm-hmm. figuring out what your fork slot is. So... I forget the name of this segment that we had a name for, but here's, uh, can I tell you three cool things I learned this week? Yes. Okay. This is an, in order of interestingness. Uh, the least interesting thing I learned, just because it won't affect that many people, uh, I love our Google Home Hub. It sits on a table in our sort of main hallway in the most like sort of trafficked area of the house. And it's really cool. Um, we sometimes ask it about the weather. We sometimes ask it questions about when things open, like businesses. It's really good about that. When I say to the dingus, uh, what time does the library open? For example, it knows what the closest library to me is, and it does know what time it opens, which is great. That's great. The the best part of it is if you're like in, like, like me and using uh, Google photos is it's a terrific, um, running like pretty picture frame for like all of your photos. In my case, I've said, always show pictures of family and friends. And it's great. It, it bubbles up. Great stuff. This is what Google is good at. This is so small, but I finally took the time to learn how to do this and it should have been obvious all along. Sometimes a picture will go by. It'll be this great picture of my kid that I haven't seen in years. And I'll be like, oh, I want to see that again. And then it's gone and tears and rain. Um, you just say to your dingus, you say, hey, dingus, favorite this photo. And it'll do that. Oh, if there's nice. two photos, if it's doing a two up, with, uh, it'll say, do you want the photo on the left or the photo on the right? And I say, well, the one on the right. And then it says something like, oh, that's one of my favorites now too. And then I say, hey, dingus, be less condescending. So that's how you do that. That's how you favorite a photo. Google Home Hub, good thing. Like it. Of, of, the, uh, of the smart ding guy with screens, it's up there with the show too as, as the best one of those. If you're in the Google ecosystem, it's a no brainer. It's really good. So that's how you do that. Yeah, that's one. Okay. So that was that wasn't interesting because it doesn't apply to lots of people. No, I think I think that's the direction people are going in, though. But you know, also I'm getting the fear more and more about this stuff. For the longest time, I have not had the fear about this stuff. But Jiminy Christmas, I don't know about that. I w- w- which just, aspect of just it? all the the you know the voice things and the things. I just. I don't know. I don't know. Every time I see that ad with the Muppets for that Facebook portal thing, I rethink all of my decisions in life. And I'm like, is, is that like people are putting this in their house? And like, well, I already put a bunch of these in my house. Is that a bad thing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I think if you're going, if you, if you go into it saying, I understand that these are for-profit companies and that they're, they make their money from learning things about us and tracking us and doing those kinds of things. If you go into it with your eyes open and you say, you know what? I, I'm aware that some of that may be going on and I'm okay with that. The trade-off is huge. You get tremendous, tremendous benefits from that. Yes. But if you, if you go into it thinking, no, then yeah, you, you need to know more. You need to know exactly what you might potentially be compromising or giving up. And if you're okay with that, uh, and, and I think most people probably are to a degree, then it's fine. And I, I think as long as your eyes are open and yours are very open, then I think it's fine. I, I suppose. And uh, so three sub data points here real quick. Somebody said uh, on Twitter to me the other day, wow, it sounds like you're really trying to work your way out of the Google ecosystem. 
you know, do you have ideas for getting out of Gmail? And um, I, I said, well, I think what I said was, I'm, it's mostly that I am, I'm looking at the places where I get more or less value in exchange for more or less of giving myself away. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, I mean, life is a, is a balancing act. Life is, you yeah. know, life is slow motion hypocrisy from now until you die. And so in the case of Gmail, <laughs> well, guess what? Did you have, what? I don't forget what I said, but that was good. Write that down. Uh, I lost it already. Slow motion hypocrisy. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, 5018. Um, but that's life, right? You you got you got you got you got to work. You got to like you got to earn money. You got to like take a, take a poop. You like there's all kinds of stuff that you have to do in life. In the case of Gmail, um, I get a lot of value out of Gmail. Gmail has become my outboard brain at this point. If I have to figure out something I bought or when something happened, well, I probably sent the reservation for that to to trip it, like but it came in through Gmail. Like when, what what was the name of this model of this thing that I got because I need to find the manual for it? It's all in Gmail. So I get, I realize I'm giving a lot away too, but I do get a lot of value. I'm not saying you need to get the same value from that that I do, but that is an example where I get a lot of value. Mm -hmm. Giving away my location constantly to Google 100% of the time on every device, I don't feel like I get as much value out of that. It's interesting that that is one of the things that is most difficult to shut off completely. Because as much as you express your interest in not having them track your history, and believe me, I've, I've looked into this, as much as you express your interest in them not, not tracking your history of location in particular, um, f- for example, the Google voice negatives will not work if you shut off history stuff. It'll just say, you've got to go back to the app and do give me more information. Which means, I mean, that, that's, that's pretty wild, but okay, there, that's sort of weird. But like even with this VPN uh, that alternately thinks I'm in either San Jose or New Jersey... It's Google will within minutes start guessing, I think just based on like the Wi-Fi that I'm on, it'll like, it'll say you're in this area of San Francisco right now. As much as I go and say, stop doing that, it keeps doing that. So that's, so sub bullet A, it's not that I'm trying to get all the way out of Google. It's just that with every single one of these services, I'm asking myself what default mode means for my life. And Mm -hmm. are there things where I can um, at least, you know, shut the screen door. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean, this Fitbit and Google thing, I don't know. I don't know if it, I don't know if it, I'm going to ask Syracuse about this tonight on Rectifs, but like I deleted all of my Fitbit data and my Fitbit account. And of course everybody's like, well, it's not going to make a difference. Google already has it. And I'm like, well, okay. But like, it's worth an effort. Like if somebody says, oh, by the way, now you're locked in a room forever. Aren't you at least going to test the door to see if it opens? (laughs) (laughs) I want to at least try. So that's one. Two other quickies on that are related to this. They're still sub bullets. But um, good episode of uh, Slate Money this week um, uh, with this woman. Uh, her name is Rana Furuhar, and she has written a book called Don't Be Evil, How Big Tech Betrayed Its Founding Principles and All of Us. Mm. It was a really good visit, really good visit. Not, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't um, hair on fire, but it was, it was very, very interesting, very well done. And there was one point where she used the phrase, uh, we still haven't had our Exxon Valdez of privacy. We still haven't had, or, you know, as I used to say, our, you know, sort of MySQL 9-11 hasn't happened yet, where, you know, all, all the information gets dumped, but the, yeah. that's still something's yeah. going to happen. Uh, Sub-bullet C, third, the final, somebody the other day, there's, there was a tweet that said, you know, Facebook, what was it? Facebook is working on tweaking its privacy problem. And a person quote tweeted it saying, yeah, and Cinnabon <laughs> is working on solving their cinnamon bun problem. <laughs> because Facebook is a privacy problem. Yeah. It's a privacy problem that sells ads and data. And yet people still use it and still oh, love I it. I have to have it for my work. I got to do it for my work. I have to put these spikes in my eyes for work. I have to shut my dick in a door for work. <laughs> Okay, well, good luck. <laughs> have you have you asked yourself the point at which it's not going to be as important to know what's happening with your homeowners association as it is to not have them literally destroying democracy? Uh, second is real quick. Google Sheets has a bunch of keyboard shortcuts uh, that I highly recommend. Third, the one that's been so interesting to me, I want to commend everybody again, again, again. Listen, listen, you do not have to become a weirdo with Siri shortcuts like I am becoming. It is very interesting. I will just say this one thing. This app is not great to use. It's not easy to use. It's There's so much power that is difficult to figure out in this app. I just want you to go to one area 
and it's hidden away in here, but go into, well, it's not hidden away, it's technically a tab. You open up shortcuts on your, especially on your phone, because there's more stuff that you can do on your phone. Get, get 13 point, uh, whatever, the latest iOS 13, mm-hmm. and open up shortcuts and click on that little clock in the middle that says automation down at the bottom. There's so much great, powerful stuff in here. So this is not, you don't have to go do some crazy mojo to, to make any of this stuff, stuff happen. All right, here's what you can do. You go into automation and guess what? You say create a personal automation. Um, and I've got a link in the show notes to a really good Mac stories uh, section um, from Federico's iOS 13 um, review. Um, but it's so wild. There's so much, you just look at this, to look at this, you would not appreciate how powerful some of this stuff is. But these are all triggers. Um, there's active and passive triggers. But triggers that when this kind of thing happens, it's sort of like if this and that. When this kind of thing happens, do that, right? And the do that can be, wow, just all kinds of stuff. That's the, 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 the part of shortcuts you know about is the that part, <laughs> not the this part, probably, right? What you know about is like, oh, you can have these scripts. Like I've, I have a script here that will pop up a menu and say, okay, you want to not disturb. Do you want it for this long? Do you want it to the end of this event? Like people have made these great shortcuts. Now, in that case, the trigger was I hit a button where I said, hey, dingus, do this thing. Here's the cool part under personal automations. These are all triggers that you really don't have to think about. So imagine there's something valuable that you want to have happen in life. And up till now, the tricky part has been having the hooks to know when that thing should happen or if that thing should happen. But get this, easy ones, a certain time of day. Is it uh, it sunset? Is it 7 a.m.? Okay, do that thing. Um, when I, uh, when an alarm, uh, starts or stops, do this kind of thing. When I do an Apple watch workout, right? But it gets crazier. Let's get really into this. Every time I turn on, do not disturb, do the following thing. Dan, every time I open this given app, do the following thing. Mm -hmm. When I tick on this NFC thing, do that. Uh, when I turn on Bluetooth, do that. These are all, these are so powerful. If you stop for a minute and ask yourself this, remember back in the day, was it location manager back in the day? Yes. That and rings a bell. Yeah, you could do, it was so cool because you could say when the following, when I'm at the following location, which it was doing based on, I think, a Wi-Fi uh, connection, whatever it was, you, you'd be able to say like, change all of this stuff when I'm at work. Change all of this stuff when I get home. And location manager on Mac, um, classic Mac would, would, would do that really well. Mm-hmm. Now get this, when I get onto this given Wi-Fi, do the following things. I know you know this, but for our listeners, if you haven't thought about this, imagine something that's that specific of when you arrive somewhere, like you can have all this stuff go off. It's not just going to be like fine friends. It's good. You can have all kinds of stuff. Now here's the one. So anyway, personal automations, check it out in Siri shortcuts. Uh, and I'm almost done. Now here's the one that I am super interested in and for which it's difficult for me to do anything for to test it for a variety of reasons. Do you know about the before I commute trigger? Before I commute? I do not know about that. Well, for example, just slightly related to this, you know that my wet dream for years has been to have alarms on calendar events that can go off X minutes before the end of an event. Right. Rather than, right, than X minutes before the beginning. I've always wanted stuff like that. I'm so interested in this. I went, I looked through the dev documentation. I cannot find this documented, but before I commute enables you to go in and say, Hey, like using your Siri smarts, start noticing when I leave my house to go to the office and start noticing the time usually that I leave the office to go home and do the following thing X minutes before my commute time. Think about that. How crazy is that? That's really cool. So and I, do you, I say, mean, do you like, have this? Is this a thing that you have now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I but the, my problem is my office and my house are very close to each other, mm-hmm. and I don't have a super regular commute schedule. Now, if I were you, Dan, I would do what I've done, which so far has not yielded much. Go in and just make a super fast automation that says fifteen minutes before I leave to go home from work. Uh, you could do something like say vibrate the phone, throw up this notification. 
You know what I mean? Just go do some kind of a, like a hello world mm-hmm. and start, start noticing what time it thinks you're going to commute home or commute from home to work. Do you follow? Yes. Yeah. So just, just go do like a hello world. And I'm curious to see if it works. Like, I, you know, because everybody's schedule is different. Right. But it's apparently the Siri intelligence machine, it will learn when, I, don't, I cannot find the documentation for this. As Marco, uh, friend of the show, Marco Arment likes to mention, this is not the greatest moment uh, in the history of Apple's developer documentation. Not a great time by a long stretch. But I could not find documentation on how this is accomplished. I guess it's probably secret sauce. But that's my third and final interesting thing I learned this week. If you are a person who commutes, I encourage you to try this. Go make a personal automation and let's go see how it works out. And if you can figure out, I mean, is it just learning what time you leave that location? Is it just that simple? Does it vary by day? I'm just curious. I'm curious to see how that works for people. When I connect or disconnect from CarPlay, trigger the following automation. Mm. How cool is that? Seems like very, you can do almost very, anything that very, you want. Very cool is that. Very yeah, cool. It's very that. cool. I'm just I'm thinking of all the different things that you could do. Especially, I I guess it works when you show up at a place too. Oh yeah. So yeah. you can say when I so uh, look at that one. The link to link in show notes to um sh- let's see it's the shortcuts archive at Mac Stories. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. Um, iOS and iPad OS 13 part 17. <laughs> look at that. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the no-brainer ones, obviously, alarm, time of day, D-D-D-D, but, like, when I arrive or leave a certain place, before I commute to or from this certain place, when I turn on airplane mode, do the following things. You know, and so, you know, and actually, one of my favorite things I've recently learned is um, actually included in this one. Do you know there's a um, little hook for playback destination for music? So, like, if you have a HomePod, I have a, I made an automation where if I click an NFC tag, it plays overcast and starts sending it to my home pod. Oh, that's smart. And uh, there's all kinds of different ways you can do like little if statements for where you want audio to play. Anyway, think on it. We can talk about more. I've run, I've run you longer than I uh, said I would. So why don't you tell me about a third and final thing that you like? I will just tell you a little bit about Squarespace. Oh, Squarespace. Come Squarespace. On. You can do so much with Squarespace. Obviously, Squarespace is about making a beautiful website and that's that's what they put first and foremost they make it easy to do this so that you don't need to hire a web developer you don't need to hire a designer you can still get a beautiful site that's really easy to maintain and that's what they're all about there they, they came out with this philosophy of you should be able to do this yourself you should be able to make it yourself you shouldn't be beholden to somebody that you're going to have to spend gobs of money with to get something basic done They make it really easy to sell stuff. So they've got built-in e-commerce. They want you to be able to change the look and feel. So they do that with little sliders and little checkboxes. Everything's been optimized for mobile out of the box. So you don't need to struggle with that. That's including the admin part. Analytics that help your site grow. Built-in SEO. All of this comes to you included. And here's the best part of it is you don't have to update it. You don't have to patch it. You don't have to check to see if your server's up and running or if it's getting too much traffic and you need to worry about it. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. And all of this is there just for you to make it as easy as possible to go and do the thing that you do best, which is probably not making websites. So you can focus on the stuff that you're good at, focus on the stuff that you like to do, and maybe focus on the stuff that, that brings you joy or makes you money. Mm-hmm. and not struggle with making a website or updating it. That's the other thing is it's easy to update. Maybe you have a blog, maybe you're adding new products, maybe you're updating your menu of your restaurant, maybe you're uploading photos from your latest photo shoot. Whatever it is, it's easy to keep it going and you won't have your site dying on the vine out there like so many do because it's easy and you won't you won't get bogged down by that process. So go mm. to squarespace.com slash it's your show. You'll get a free trial when you're ready to launch. Use the offer code, it's your show, one word, and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. And you can register a domain name while you're there too. And if that's your first purchase, you can use that. It's your show code to get 10% off of that as well. So squarespace.com slash it's your show. Support us and support yourself by making a great website. Thanks to Squarespace for making this show possible. Thanks, Squarespace. Buck, buck. So Dan's going to get a synology and we're going to talk about it. I already ordered it, dude. I already ordered it. hi And uh, uh, I'll have an update on the draft shortcut that only I probably want. 
task management. Well, we, we've laid a lot of groundwork today. Yeah. Fertile, fertile ground. Fertile ground. Fertile ground. It's a construct. Are you going to have some coffee, you think? Uh, yes, I probably will today. Tea, coffee, something to Tea, coffee. Mm-hmm. keep it going. All right. Well, listen, I, I hope you get some rest and then find your way out of this whole time jam up. Seriously. Thank you. Be, ni- very be much. nice to yourself if you wake up. That's what I'm saying. You know what All I'm right. saying? Yeah, nice don't, yeah, don't beat you yourself, yourself up about it. No, well, unless that helps. A little bit of self-care, you know? <laughs> little, what? What? Uh, Let's button this up. All right. Okay, I love you. Love you too, Merlin, man. <laughs>